0: Everybody, welcome to Save Your Sorry. I am your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and co-host, Jose Angel. And this is where we talk about your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities and all their scandals. Today, Jose is going to take the lead for us. So how are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: I am okay today. So are we? who, who are we diving into today? Well,
1: the thing that makes us way better than all other podcasts out there.
0: Ooh, brag on us.
1: (laughs) Is that while we do follow a general theme of the rise and fall of celebrities or just celebrities doing horrible things, I feel like all our episodes are so different from each other. Like all the details are very different and interesting. Mm -hmm. And this one today is a doozy.
0: Oh, shit. We're going to have to liven it
1: up. Who is it? (laughs) Today, we will be discussing Allison Mack. Do you know who she is?
0: No, I was waiting for a drop like who like a partner or another person. So Allison Mack.
1: Allison Mack and her role in Nexium.
0: In Nexium. The 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 heartburn drug.
1: (laughs) I saw somewhere that it said pronounced like the heartburn drug. I don't know what that is, but the (laughs) self-help group, or most people today, would say Colt.
0: Oh. That's crazy. Because I was like, I'm familiar with the heartburn, bro. We get, we get heartburn over here in this house. Where this you one is called
1: N-X-I-V-M.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Now Alice there have. Mac
0: and in a cult. Okay.
1: Yes. Now there have been several year documentaries, books, podcasts, and where I have watched, read, and listened to a lot of them in my free time. We would not be including a lot of it because our main focus will be on Allison Mac and her kind of interaction with netCM okay. But we will brush upon netcm but we're going, it won't be like a deep dive.
0: Shallow dive.
1: Yeah. But the stuff we do have, boy, it's unbelievable.
0: Oh shit. Okay. And this is something I, I have, No idea about clean, like a literal clean slate. (laughs) Who who the hell this person is or what they did.
1: I love it. So buckle in. Allison Mack was born July 29th, 1982, making her a Leo, which was very surprising to me. I don't know any July Leos, but she definitely doesn't act like an August Leo.
0: What's the difference between a July Leo and an August Leo?
1: (laughs) There's little differences in the, at least to me in the uh, signs like you know a December Capricorn is going to be different from a January Capricorn
0: you ain't never fucking lied
1: all those Januaries are like the predators we said on the other episode <laughs> 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 just kidding
0: What? you say like that <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> You're Katrina doing... not 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 included <laughs> Katrina, <laughs> it <laughs> Katrina, was just a included.
1: joke guys <laughs> Her dad was an opera singer and mom was a school teacher. I believe they were Americans. I've seen some sources say they were Americans and some say that was unconfirmed. Either way, they end up leaving Germany with Allison when she's two and moved to California at just four years old. She starts working and I've said it in previous episodes and I'll say it again. I don't think children should be acting that young.
0: Four years old.
1: I don't have kids. I don't want kids. So who cares about my opinions, but I just don't think it's healthy for a child to have to work at such a young age.
0: You said you don't think a child should work at such a young age?
1: No, not at four.
0: Got a question then. It's a stupid one, just because I I just want to battle you. (laughs) Okay. So when there are like children in like shows or movies they should just stop writing children in shows and movies or just use dolls?
1: I don't know. I I think it's always going to happen. Um but I don't think it should.
0: I, I agree with you. I just wanted to be yeah, like, you know,
1: obviously people <laughs> ain't no way to- that
0: people are gonna never stop doing stuff like that. Yeah you're right. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, they be messing up these children and these adults don't know how to handle money.
1: I think it can then, be, you know, if the child is just appearing here and there, but I, it kind of becomes icky sometimes with, and I don't know if it was in this situation, but when the parents start relying on the child to be the breadwinner, I don't like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Start doing things to keep the child awake and get their attention. Oh my gosh. Side note, tangent. Okay. When I was when I was doing the research for that, when you when
1: were was, a child star.
0: When I was a young child star, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> when I was um, doing my research for the episode I did about like reality TV, whatever, I was gonna I was gonna do a toddlers in tiaras, but I changed my mind. I thought maybe we'll table or shelf that. and. You remember that whole Honey Boo Boo and her mom and that whole go-go juice shit?
1: No, I never watched it.
0: Oh, my gosh. The the thing was, why they really got popular was everybody was clipping all the ridiculous, like, outfits and stuff that they were doing. But also this whole go-go thing, go-go juice thing, which was Honey Boo Boo's mom used to give her go-go juice, which I learned was Red Bull and Mountain Dew mixed together. And how and was Honey Boo Boo? She was, like five or six at this point See, when, I think that's child abuse that's crazy I said Red Bull and mountain dew
1: yeah. I
0: said maybe a few drops of mountain dew as they growing up because we all we all tasted the pops
1: uh-huh
0: but not no red Bull mixed together so she could be all hyper and and even the judges that they're not the for sure. It crazy and they're not for me either even though i'd be hammering these red doors. <laughs> but yeah that's that's also what i wanted to think like like some of these parents will do anything to keep their child in the limelight
1: yeah so that's why i really don't like when kids are put to work at such an early age
0: mm-hmm.
1: but back to allison she does do a few print ads the first one being for a german chocolate company Then she does a little modeling and moves into commercials and starts getting small TV roles and TV films. Okay. Unlikely Angel was a TV movie that had Dolly Parton in 1996.
0: Honey,
1: (laughs) Honey, we Shrunk Ourselves in 1997, and she appeared in one episode of Seventh Heaven. Mm. She had a lot of little roles, which was surprising, but. There was no really big blockbusters that put her name out there, Allison. If you saw her, and I don't mean any shade to her, but she's just an average-looking girl. Oh,
0: she's not a material girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Let's I look would look
0: her up, Allison Mack?
1: Allison Mack.
0: Mm. She, uh, oh. she okay? I mean, yeah, I, I would not like her,
1: call her ugly, but she's just an average-looking girl, nice little blonde girl. Mm -hmm. I feel like in Hollywood, if you ain't got them acting chops and if you don't really have a distinct look, you kind of just get overlooked.
0: That's true. You always have to have a gimmick or be popular or stand out in some sort of way.
1: Yeah. Allison got her big break in 2001 when she started the show Smallville as Chloe Sullivan. Have you watched Smallville or even heard of it?
0: I've heard about Smallville. Is this the... No, that's Supernatural. No, I've heard about Sm- Smallville, but I never watched it. I've never been like the superhero person. You know, I don't really watch those movies like that
1: or those yeah. shows. So for those who don't know what it is, it's a retelling of Superman's teenage years. And I guess how he becomes Superman. And it lasted until 2001. So it was a big show, lost it 10 seasons. And each season was 20 to 22 episodes long. Mm, Should have been Superboy. <laughs> and allison had a pretty big role and maybe if you didn't know who she was her fans would know her from that show
0: okay so people who was really into that show when they probably heard about this shit they was like oh bitch
1: yeah (laughs) because i mean it's a big show i it's one of those cw shows like the superhero ones that come on there in 2006 allison's friend and co-star on smallville invites her to go with her to a woman's seminar about women's empowerment and a group called Janess. Janess was a women's group inside of Nexium, and Allison goes on a two-day course, and it completely changes her life. It helps her feel more confident. She loves it. And while there, she befriends two women who have flown in in their private jet to talk to her and meet with Allison.
0: Oh, she got private jet friends already.
1: Yeah. These two women were Sarah and Claire Bronfman, now, those names may not sound too familiar, but they are the heiresses of the Seagram's Liquor Fortune, so they have a lot of money.
0: Oh, yeah, liquor people are old money, <laughs> as you like to say.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's what it is. They're old money, and Seagram's is, like, a pretty popular brand out there. hmm They befriend Allison, and they tell her their leader of Nexium, Keith Raniere, wants to help her become a better actress, and they can fly her back to meet him on their private jet
0: oh shit recruiting already Yes. isolating trying to make her trying to make her feel special <laughs> no do get on the plane bitch that's,
1: that's what they were saying it was a complete love bomb like they rolled out the red carpet for her and they were just showing her all this attention
0: you already can act on the show <laughs>
1: So we before we move on, I do feel like we need a very basic outline of who Keith is and what Nexium is. All right. Keith Ranieri was born August 26, 1960, making him a Virgo. Mm. He was speaking full sentences at one, reading at two. He mastered piano by 12. He was a judo champion and had an IQ of 240, making him a major genius.
0: Is this true, or is this a Lou Pearlman story? <laughs> You're trying to psych me out, I'm like psych, bitch. He's a liar.
1: Now, all this is according to Keith.
0: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Why does like, well, this shit sound unbelievable?
1: So it cannot be proven that all this was true. One thing that has come out is. When he graduated college, young graduate, 2.2 2.26 straight point average. So, you would think a major genius would have a better GPA?
0: I mean, I'm just saying. Or, you, I mean, what, what, what the fuck happened with that?
1: <laughs> so, who knows if it's true? But if someone has to tell you how smart they are, I don't know if they're really that smart.
0: That man's name is Keith Perlman. <laughs> Cut out Don't Lie. Uh, listen to Lou Perlman.
1: Before he started Netsium, he was involved with two businesses of multi-level marketing, which were determined to be pyramid schemes. Mm. He starts Netsium in 1998 with a woman named Nancy Salesman, And Nancy Durrell is a former nurse and has experience with hypnosis. Dang.
0: That's the person you want to get on. I mean, you better start a little... Cult, somebody who can hypnotize people into believing you.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And you said her last name is Salesman?
1: I think it's Solzman.
0: Oh, okay. I'll to say works itself <laughs> But okay, that sounds more accurate.
1: Axiom is a self help, be the best you can be type of organization. It offers some introduction courses to get the feeling of Axiom, but the standard were called intensives. And they were like a group therapy session. For 16 days, and they would last about 12 to 14 hours.
0: Hmm. So, is this like built as like a like a rehab or like a herbal? Like I don't know. Like, what is this build
1: as? It's like, just like, like it a seminar it?
0: to oh.
1: feel better, get better, get more confident, be more outgoing.
0: Okay, so he's selling. He's selling air words, basically.
1: Pretty much, yes. Okay,
0: okay. I got you.
1: And the classes cost about 7500
0: Oh, Jesus. Yes. I need to be a mega genius.
1: <laughs> and the goal is to work on yourself. Pretty much the world would be a better place if you weren't screwed up.
0: <laughs> I say that all the time in the mirror.
1: <laughs> Some of the classes would start with like a specific clap. They all had to do a specific handshake. They used certain language, words like suppressive or parasite to distract bad people. Mm. They would recite things and called Keith the vanguard. And Nancy was called the prefect. Now, I don't know all the things they were talking about. Like, they talked about all this good stuff and it was helping people. But some people who have left the group said Keith would talk about How men were not made to be monogamous like women. Mm. And saying that the age of consent in some places around the world is 12 and it should probably be 12. And that some children were perfectly happy having sex with adults. That is
0: fucking disgusting.
1: Yeah. In one group, he had women put on fake cow udders over their breasts that have men insult them in order to humiliate them. And
0: What type of... What type of people were... I mean, yeah, you said people left the group, but that means they started in that shit. That's like, after those few statements, how, unless that's something you identify with, how are you staying for that?
1: Okay, so... Did you be that broken? I feel like when you hear it all in a list, it sounds a lot, and it's a lot to take in. But this happens gradually? It happens gradually. Um, (sighs) Yeah.
0: Uh, I think most stu- uh, most people
1: would say, "Why would anyone go along with this?" But cults and religions are something that have always fascinated me, so I do want to break it down a little.
0: Please break it down for me.
1: So they paid the initial seven thousand five hundred and spent sixteen days doing these courses. But once that's done, they are told, "Oh, you just you just need to finish this other course or do this other training." And you know, they put in more money. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps going course after course after course. They wore different colored sashes and had different colors. The vanguards was white and each color was like a different level. And they were told to recruit people in and they would get 20% of the commission.
0: Okay, of course.
1: Anytime they would question anything, it would be, this is your weakness or your issues preventing you from doing this or seeing it this way. So when you're this far into it and you have so much faith in the all-knowing vanguard who you did feel helped you at a time, you are going to go a lot right Like after a while you're thinking, well, I thought this was weird at first. Maybe the clapping was weird, but then I learned it helped me. I thought this was weird, but then it helped me. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like once we hear all at once, it does sound absurd. Like no one's going to join this, but people are joining. I think it does have to go with the money or being the person who. Oh, I don't want to, you know. No one else is saying anything, so it is me. I'm the one who's the problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. The thing is, I understand s- to some degree how cults work, but yeah, like you, like some people just can't picture themselves in that situation. So therefore, that's why some of us ask that question, like, how in the hell did this happen? When in truth, like, I, I could definitely see, depending on what you have or don't have in your life or what you're lacking or what you feel or, or made to feel that you're lacking, people can definitely crawl inside your brain and fill those spots for you.
1: I also think... It
0: creates a bond and a connection for you and you just end up trusting them.
1: Yeah, and... With this price range, $7,500, you are going to get people who are more well-off. And it is what a lot of the people that are in this are kind of wanting to be actors, C-list celebrities, maybe people who have inherited money. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking for a purpose in their life. They're looking to become better. Because I just don't see the average Joe Schmo going off the street and paying 7500 for a to day course. It's just not something that is a priority.
0: Yeah. And this is something that once, I guess, the first wave of word of mouth gets out for anybody who's in it, pe- the people who start to join or show up are people who have actively looked into
1: this. Yeah. It's and not somebody
0: who, like, stumbled across a, a fucking one ad.
1: I, I think anyone can honestly be, find themselves in a cult, Honestly, like, because it starts off so slow and then you find yourself, you're like, how do I let all this stuff slide? Mm. Also, the members were encouraged to just hang out with other members or prospective members. Like, why would they want to hang out with someone who is not trying to improve themselves?
0: Yep, exactly. Don't let them outside influences derail you or influence you and stay with like-minded people.
1: And. Leaving the group would mean leaving all their friends now. You're connected. You're intertwined. And it wasn't always, you know, these weird record stretch moments. It's estimated that there were around 17,000 members that took courses. But they weren't like the dedicated members. They just took a course, maybe two courses. But the main ones were probably more in the hundreds. Keith loved volleyball. He would play volleyball at all hours of night and usually starting at midnight and while playing, he expected members to come and join and play or just watch. And he would answer questions. And if the members didn't come watch or join, it was kind of seemed like a bad thing. Like why aren't you wanting to be part of the group?
0: Why don't you want to look upon your leader doing
1: bullshit? (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand like the fascination with volleyball.
0: I'd be like, look at our leader. He fucking missed that serve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, the Vanguard also had a thing called the Vanguard Week, which was a week long event to celebrate his birthday. Again, putting him on a pedestal. He's so important.
0: Yeah, I can't even see this man no more. This man has lifted himself so fucking high.
1: Yeah. Now, to this watch
0: was- volleyball.
1: <laughs> now this was all before Alice Mack. Okay. In 2003, Forbes wrote an article called The Cult of Personality. Edgar M. Bronfman, Bronfman, the father of the two sisters, he said the sisters had already given Keith and XCM $65 million, and that it was a cult. Oh, my
0: God. Talk about money to burn. $65 million.
1: Sixty five, I think. I saw at the end of it it was like 150 million that they put into it. Rick Ross, not the rapper.
0: I was literally <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, Rick Ross not the rapper, but a cult expert said he believed that Nexium was a cult at that time in 2003. The problem was the people who took the courses signed a non-disclosure agreement and anytime someone would speak out against Nexium they were to mostly financed by the Altman sisters.
0: Yeah, they gave it up. Oh, my gosh. They had money to burn. Because the thing is, I was just about to ask a dumbass question that I answered, I guess, myself. Like, well, yeah, that's true. NDA, couldn't they, like, quote themselves as an anonymous source? But you have financial backing. They just attacked the publication.
1: Yeah. And, and the
0: publication either releases the information or they, they retract it, or either way. So, yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: Without getting too much into Nexium, like they would talk about, they would see someone going through their trash, someone would buy their trash, someone would call them and say, hey, stop talking about Nexium. Back to Allison Mack. Allison loved Nexium. It was working for her. She was feeling more confident and she rose in rates. She was very close to Vanguard or Keith. I I just say Vanguard because Keith is a hard name for me to say. Keith? Uh, uh Uh-huh.
0: Interesting. I learn new things about you every day.
1: Yeah, the TH. So (laughs) (laughs) Usually spotted just watching him at his volleyball games. I think the reason she rose so fast in the group was because she hung on to every word the Vanguard said. And because she was a celebrity. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, there were D-list celebrities in the groups. And I don't say that as a mean thing. I'm just saying that uh, someone who had a ro- one role in a TV show that they were known for in a, a really small fan group. Or there were some kids of former Mexican politicians and, you know, people who inherited money.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So Allison, I feel like is a C-list celebrity and has the biggest reach out of anyone else in this group.
0: Yeah, because she's, she's consistently working her faces on TV.
1: Yes. And she used that reach to bring people in. She tried to bring in Emma Watson and Kelly Clarkson on Twitter. Bitch, don't you fucking ever. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like they replied. She would just tweet at them you... about women empowerment and how she wants to talk to them about a group she's in.
0: You stay away from my <laughs> <laughs> Emma Watson and Kelly Clarkson.
1: Yes, mm.
0: because of you.
1: <laughs> she also had a role in the TV show Wilfred. Did you watch Wilfred?
0: I tried. It was it you or you or my sister tried to get me to watch Wil- Wilfred, and I watched a couple episodes, and then it just didn't hook me.
1: I Wilfred. I liked the first one or two seasons, and it was a stupid show. It's about uh man who can see his dog as a human in a dog suit and he talks and everything and it's uh, it's just a stupid show but allison had a role in that show
0: oh i did not know that
1: but that's pretty much her biggest roles from there those
0: Uh, main
1: two you said what
0: i said those main two shows like Uh smallville and wilford wilford whatever that fucking she had some
1: (laughs) she had some voice acting and other Roles here and there, but it wasn't anything that that I saw in her films that would stand out. Okay. So Sarah Edmondson is another small actress, and she was pretty high up in the rights of Nexium, teaching some classes, recruiting people. Mm. Sarah says sometime around March of 2017, she has approached and asked if she wants to join a secret group of Nexium called DOS or DOS, which stood for. Dominus Obsquarius Sororium.
0: And I already know some crazy shit because y'all already in a cult and y'all got a secret group inside the cult?
1: Oh, At no. this time, you know, they're not saying it's a cult. They're saying this is not a cult like what every member of a cult says.
0: Yeah, but inside the walls they're like, welcome to the cult. Hello, welcome <laughs> to the cult.
1: Hello. So, you took two years of Latin. Do you know what that means?
0: Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you throw that in my face. Um, no.
1: <laughs> okay. So it means Lord or master of the obedient or slave women. So Lord uh, of the obedient women, Lord of the slave women, something like that.
0: Why are you mentioning slaves?
1: I'm just <laughs> So Sarah is approached and it is an exercise about trust and letting go and sisterhood. Sarah would become a slave to a member named Lauren Salzman, Nancy's daughter..
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Lauren would be her master and Sarah would have to report to her, asking if okay. she could eat, reporting how many calories she had eaten. and she had to ask like master, may I eat 100 calories?
0: So she joined a secret group and it, it was a punishment. What the <laughs> hell does this turn out to be?
1: It's an yeah. exercise. <laughs>
0: Uh, you want to join a secret group? Now you can't eat?
1: Bitch. Yeah, they were encouraged to lose a lot of weight. They would have to perform little duties like foot rubs or just small tasks like, go do, do this for me, don't do that for me. Having to respond at any time, day or night. And she would have to respond within a minute.
0: Within a fucking minute?
1: And Sarah would have her own slaves. I don't know how much she had, but in a pod of slaves, there were six. So she could have up to six slaves.
0: Okay.
1: And then those slaves were recruit slaves. So then she would be a grandmaster. So it was sisterhood of slaves. And are, are you holding on? I know that's a lot thrown at you.
0: I mean, this is crazy. And then you said grandmaster. You know, the only thing I remember, grandmaster is the KKK. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> this don't sound good for my Black History Month. <laughs>
1: So, another thing that Sarah and other women had to do is give collateral.
0: Oh, shit. You don't get nothing.
1: And collateral would mostly be a naked picture. And this collateral was given before you could even join DOS. That's crazy. I was thinking, like, they would have to give
0: up, like, a car or a house. But I honestly think that's kind of actually worse. Like. The way that they could manipulate that and put your body out there like that, that's
1: a lot crazy of these to ask women, for such
0: a thing like that.
1: A lot of these women who were in this were, you know, Sarah's a celebrity. She's a small time actress. So she doesn't want those out there. I mean, no one would, but I feel like it's elevated when people know who you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Like if you, if your naked photo gets leaked or something like that and you're already known. It could go either way, but if you're just trying to establish yourself as an actress and get higher in the ranks, if your naked photo is leaked, it could definitely torpedo you just because of how people think and how people will treat you based off, I don't know, just naked photos, which really shouldn't be a big deal. You should do whatever you want, but the fact that somebody has that power over you, that's what changes it.
1: Yeah, so if you weren't an obedient slave, your picture would be released.
0: Mm Mm-mm.
1: And your family
0: and your friends, yeah. Mm
1: -mm. A few weeks into this, and it was also called the vow. A few weeks into this vow, they all took Sarah and four of the women who were Lauren slaves. And they were told they were going to get a tattoo. And it would be a bond. And it was a way for them to be connected. So they go to a house blindfolded. And they all have to remove their clothes and are sitting there naked, blindfolded on a sheepskin rug. Before this point, Sarah didn't know who the other slaves in her pod were, because it's a secret. You can't talk about it. You can't tell anyone. Are you there?
0: Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, processing.
1: So the only person who knew who were the slaves in that pod was Laura and whoever her master was. So, when the women remove the blindfold, Sarah realizes they are at Allison Max's house. So, mm-hmm. she knows she is involved somewhere along the lines. And Were it, they
0: familiar? Like, she just knew this bitch house off the bat.
1: Yeah, because they're all members. And this is A-Max. Allison is a pretty high-ranking member. Sarah was a pretty high-ranking member.
0: Oh, okay. It's crazy how these are high-ranking members and they're still in this whole... It's like master and slave within a master and a slave within a master and slave relationships. Like, yeah, you would think the higher you get up, though, you could shed the slaves thing. I mean, honestly, who cares? All these people, forget them. I mean, throw them in, throw them behind the jail, up under the jail. I mean, but it's just crazy how it just gets deeper and deeper and get higher and higher.
1: And you don't really know who's in it because you're not allowed to talk about it.
0: Yeah, like everything is so secret to the point where you might not even know these motherfuckers real name or name at all.
1: And it turns out it's not a tattoo they're going to be getting, but they're going to be branded.
0: Oh, no.
1: With a symbol, which they are told represents the elements. The branding takes 30 minutes. Before the branding starts, they have to ask, Master, will you brand me? And during the branding, three of the other women or sisters Hold them down and this was all recorded
0: it was recorded too
1: now they are branded but it's like we overcame this we are strong we're not these weak women we're strong (sighs) later the doctor who performed the branding says she branded at least 18 women i hope she said this shit on the on the fucking on the stand for a trial too I don't know if she ever went on trial. I know that at first they did remove her license because they said it wasn't.
0: Oh hell yeah, bitch you don't get to do shit no more.
1: They said it wasn't like in medical practice. Sarah wasn't her patient. But then after Sarah went to the New York Times and it got some buzz, she did lose her license. Yeah.
0: At the at the fucking least, you don't get to have no doctor salary.
1: Yeah. So the women are asked for more and more collateral photos, videos, confessions, and, you know, the average person only has so many confessions in their life to give. So like, how many secrets do you think you have just off the top of your head that would be used as collateral against you? oh like you only have a handful you know
0: okay yes i agree only a handful
1: yeah so these women would maybe tell a secret tell two secrets but then they don't have anything to tell so Mm -hmm. what happens they have to make up a story and they have Mm -hmm. to report it and they have to send it to their master and then in turn their master sends it to their master And these stories would be like, my husband beats me, or my husband molests our kids, my father molests me, (sighs) something like that, that you do not want out there.
0: Were you just using examples or some of those were real things?
1: Some of those were real things that they said.
0: Jesus fucking Christ.
1: And it was, you know, it was about their loved ones. All these professions would be about loved ones. Sarah leaves after she realizes the branding is really Keith and Allison's initials put together as a symbol. Uh,
0: Bitch, stab.
1: Okay. And she tries to get her collateral deleted and her slaves collateral deleted because she has to send those to Lauren. Uh-huh. And at first, Lauren says she will, but then she says, "Well, you broke your vow. You are the one who failed." Uh... And you know, Sarah's like, "You're not really my master. This is an exercise. It's not real. But Sarah like leaves Nexium and she tries to tell people in the group what's happening yeah but they're in too deep yeah they're in too deep
0: what's crazy is that i don't know i don't know though I'm, i am still ain't yeah. really messing with sarah though because it's like you were a part of a lot of this brainwashing too you also were a victim but it's like i don't know man this story's just fucked up i don't have no comment erase all my comments
1: So Sarah goes to New York Times, and the walls start closing in on NXIVM. But in the meantime, DOS is still going. The women are so severely restricted on food that some of them stop menstruating. Uh -uh. They're having to put more collateral up, cars, money, deeds. More? Yeah, it's always more, more, more.
0: Like, I see the money because I understand that's what they want from them as well as the loyalty. But.
1: Well, that's I mean, not what they really wanted from them.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just talking about that's how you sucker on men uh-huh. coming back is that they keep sinking money into this investment into themselves as well as uh, they're loyal to you. So they don't divert from your don't tell nobody nothing plan. But it's like. More and more collateral, and ain't nobody just like finally thinking like, I know it's cult behavior. I, I don't know.
1: I'm well, not because you with my think brain, if you're it's giving, crazy. if you give this up, you have so much more. Like you have to do it, or these photos, these confessions yeah. are all going to be released.
0: Uh, that that would probably get you pulled in too. Yeah, you're right. Even if you don't want to do it, you feel like, well, you, you're in deep. You got to keep doing it.
1: Anytime the women mess up, like eating too much or not messaging back fast enough, they have to do a punishment, like wake up early and stand in an uncomfortable position or not eat or whatever their master tells them. Then some women are told to seduce Keith and have sex with him.
0: Yes, seduce him.
1: So if you haven't guessed by now, Allison is at the top of this pyramid of slaves. Yeah, this
0: really did rise up quick.
1: She is the one who came up with the branding. There is audio of her and Keith discussing it, but she claims she's the one who came up with it, which I think it was both of them kind of coming up with it. And all this women's supposed sisterhood seems to just be to find Keith women to sleep with and keep them skinny because Keith likes super skinny, pretty much anorexic women. It's said that Keith had... A harem of like fifteen to twenty women at all times, and the thing that gets me is he had women in this group that were, you know, having sex with him before any of this slave stuff, any of this extortion stuff came into the picture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he just, I, I, but like he was already doing the shady shit. Like, why make it more shady? Why extort them? Why? You already have so many women that are going to give themselves to you. Like Allison was, Lauren was, a lot of the women who said, like, they had something with him at a time.
0: Mm, I don't know. Control, power, greed. I I, I guess so, yeah. He's probably definitely got a personality disorder or two
1: as well. So, after the New York Times article comes out, Keith flees to Mexico, but is arrested in 2018 and in 2020, is sentenced to 120 years in prison for racketeering, sex trafficking, and child pornography charge. And this was Keith? Yes.
0: Yeah, I was knowing that last one was bound to happen. You talking about fucking one of them statements like the age of consent should be 12 or is 12 sometime. Nah, this man is disgusting.
1: I think the child pornography charge stems from him raping a 15-year-old. Oh. And I believe it was either recorded or at least photos.
0: This is fucking terrible. 120. He should be, I don't know. Just it's disgusting. It's like on one hand, you want to be the person be like, you know, people should be treated fairly and everybody should have rights. But then you be hearing the charges and what people do and I'd be like, send these motherfuckers to sing sing.
1: Yeah. Also, side note, 56 supporters, I think members, had written letters of support to the court in defense of Keith.
0: Of course. Of course.
1: Oof. Alice to have Matt, that type
0: of power, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's, and that's why, like, the things I told you, like, already are a lot of crazy, but there's so much more in there. Um, okay. If you watch the documentary on HBO called The Vow, that one is... By Sarah and some other people that were in it. And it's more like it starts off episode one. It kind of paints Nexium as a good thing. And I think it's more to show you how people can be tricked into this and how it grows. And then they have one on stars called Seduced. And that one you get more of the like crazy shit that Pete was saying. <sighs>
0: I don't know if I'll ever watch them, but I'll put them on the
1: list. Allison Mack is found guilty in 2019. And while the recommended sentence is 14 to 25 years, she only gets three years.
0: You are... She only got three?
1: Allison cooperated with prosecutors and has apologized to victims, saying she regrets her actions, regrets Uh, bringing people into Nexium. She believed at the time she was helping them.
0: No, you didn't. She she couldn't have. Cause why are you apologizing? Stand in your truth. Yeah, oh, you know, you're trying I'll, to get out of jail?
1: I didn't look into all of them for this one, but I know Allison got the three years and some community service and a fine, and Lauren got she got off. She's like on probation, but she worked with prosecutors as well. It's um, disgusting.
0: It's the, disgusting.
1: The Bronfman sisters got some time. I think at least one. I don't know if both of them got it. Uh, In one victim statement, it states, quote, talk about Allison. Quote, she can blame Keith all she wants, but she is the menace cut from the same cloth. She sought me out like a predator stalking her prey. Allison Mack and Keith Rainier are the most evil monsters I've ever met. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can somewhat understand Sarah. I mean, she at one point got disillusioned and saw saw it for what it was and, and left.
1: Yeah, I but don't like think she was fucking, extorting anyone.
0: Yeah, but with... Yeah, she, she was a part of the system, though. Yeah. She just wasn't a part of the money-making scheme. But Allison, on the other hand, is, is, is evil as well. Evil as well. And the fact that she didn't even get... A decent fraction of the size that Keith uh, of uh, the fraction of the type of sentence time that Keith got is crazy. Seeing her role and seeing as she put, she was a part of branding women with her own initial, and yeah. it's saying that that was basically her idea to do so.
1: Do you think though that she was she could have been brainwashed?
0: This is what I'll say. If you, I don't know. Th- uh, let me let me start by saying this is just my honest opinion uh-huh. or just part of what I'm thinking or just me stream of consciousness, what I'm just thinking as I'm hearing this. How I feel is that you can just wake up and be disillusioned of where you're at or what's happening or kind of see things more clearly or something turns your mind and you're out of the cult. Or maybe somebody pulls you out and shows you the way. Or maybe you get therapy and you see the way. But with Allison, that did not happen. She was in the cult until she got caught. And then, as far as I know, this bitch didn't get no, no, she wasn't seeing no therapist in between there. She was taking her counsel's advice and being regretful and remorseful to her victims and cooperating to get less time. But that does not say that you are sorry for your actions because she did not stop doing what she was doing voluntarily. She was caught. So no, that bitch is still evil and she should be locked up for a lot longer.
1: Yeah. I, at first I was kind of thinking it was a little harsh, she could years, have been
0: brainwashed at the beginning, but at one point she understood this for what it was and, and wanted the power as well. That's why she joined up with... She did everything she could to rise up in the ranks to join up with Keith to have control over her if she was going to be controlled by the main person.
1: Yeah, I. she can say she did it for Keith. She can say she was brainwashed, but I think at the end of the day, she did benefit it from some way. Like she... Once you start doing harm to others, Mm -hmm. you are responsible for your actions. Like you, it's, you know, so maybe I do think three years is a good sentence. I, I don't want to say good because I kind of feel like maybe she showed up more years.
0: She, I think if you're being soft, maybe 10 years. Yeah. Nah, man. She, for at least the recommended. Yes. At least the recommended. That's crazy. Just like a case I'm not going to talk about today. That was fucking crazy, too. But it's just crazy how she forever altered these women's lives and she gets three years.
1: And the whole point of the branding instead of the tattoo was the branding is going to be permanent a tattoo you can have removed.
0: To show that you are forever dedicated. And even if you aren't dedicated, bitch, you still marked
1: yeah they, crazy. they took time like it wasn't a spur of the moment thing they thought this up they thought of the brandy they thought of how mm-hmm. they could get these women to do what they wanted
0: mm-hmm. and they hid it they they hid their true intentions until the last moment and then they fuck you up by making you uh say master may you brand me or whatever the fuck to show that you are somewhat giving your consent
1: you know right there when you said they hit it that kind of like hit a light switch for me them hiding it means they knew it was wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: Allison knew it was wrong. Because if it wasn't wrong, why would she have to hide it?
0: Spur of the moment, you can jump in front of the reaction and pressure them, high pressure, turn it into a high tension, high pressure situation that puts them in between a rock and a hard place to make them make the the quote unquote right decision. If you're second guessing this, you might not be the one the person for this program. Maybe you're not the person we thought you were. You're not doing this. You're not good enough. You like you said, this is your weakness, some bullshit like that.
1: Do you think when Allison is released? Because who knows? She was, I I didn't look how if she has like any any conditions on there, but she started her sentence in June 2021. So, you know, a lot of people they get released a lot earlier than their sentence. Mm -hmm. do you think once she's released she can have a comeback of sorts can she write a book of her side of it can she
0: she probably will and that but that bitch don't deserve shit
1: yeah i i was thinking about that i i if she works with like a group and maybe all the profits go to deprogramming cult victims then i can say okay but
0: She can do that. But all I would be thinking, and it's just for the looks. I could never, ever trust that that woman's intentions are genuine for to positively help women when that's what you said initially and then trapped women. I could never believe anything she did was for the greater good. I would always think it was selfish. And like you said, yes, I definitely think I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure this bitch is going to come out with a book within the first two years of her release.
1: I agree. If if she's not already
0: writing one right now, if she ain't already got that fucking agent booked already,
1: because people would, because we have knowledge, like, but it's from very few people that have spoken out. Like, there are more people that there's podcasts out there, there's documentaries and TV shows, but I know we don't know everything yet. Like, Mm -hmm. this is still something that. We probably don't know the full extent of what went on yet.
0: Exactly. And as you know, a lot of the really big popular cults, what happened? Most or all of them people died or got killed or were murdered.
1: The ones, yeah, the ones that we know about like that, that we that talked are,
0: about. Re- yeah, they got really big, like got big headlines or
1: got big features on the news. Yeah. So if that's all I pretty much have for Alice and Mac. If you guys want to learn more about it, I think Seduced and Devour are pretty good introduction courses to it, but tell you what it was about. Uh, it's just more of what we talked about today. It's more goes into more detail. I know there's podcasts out there that talk about it.
0: That's but
1: crazy. I, yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add about Alice and Mac or Nexium?
0: Um, I hope if if there were any, if there was any money left, any assets of Keith or Allison, I hope they got a whole, I I hope they got ordered to pay restitution to those victims. I hope people got some peace back. I I hope all that other evidence was destroyed. And um, those people should be in jail for life. I mean, Keith is, but Allison should. Uh, The Rothman people, um, Laura, Lauren, Lauren Bacall, whoever the fuck that bitch is. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, I think Lauren got off pretty easy, especially if she's at the top. Like the people in the middle, I don't think really should be held charges. That's what I was debating about. Like, how far do you go? Because
0: I think anybody in the higher ranks that was a master, get them out of there, because that means that they were recruiting women to be um assaulted slash brainwashed slash extorted anybody who was in that those roles i think should be in jail
1: if they knew the end goal was to have them have sex with keith
0: Mm -hmm. then they knew the true they knew what this whole thing was about
1: yes uh we do like to end every episode on a positive note with something we want to talk about discuss recommend do you want to go first
0: Oh yeah. Oh sure. I Damn, I didn't even think about this meeting. Sure, I go first. Um I've been watching Love is Blind. Love is what? Love is Blind on Netflix. Oh. Um and it's a good a good messy time. Um and that's all I'll say is that once again, You just sometimes have to watch other people's lives be messy. And uh, it feels like a weight off your shoulders. (laughs) At least (laughs) least you ain't behind or in front of a camera doing this. And let me tell you, I really loved the first season. I I was all about Lauren and Cameron. I was hoping for some love too this season, but no. Uh, And I'll just take the mess because, man, it's entertaining. And these people are so unlikable. There's only like three likable people out of, what, ten?
1: Is it like a dating show?
0: Yeah, it's one of those, like, we talk behind, we talk, we talk, what is it called, bitch? We're separated from a wall and we talk and we fall in love.
1: Oh, okay, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and
0: then we get engaged and do all that, and then in four weeks we have the wedding and either you say, I do or you don't.
1: Um, (laughs) I... I've been meaning to get into reality TV shows again just because I feel like it'll be an easy thing to watch, but I'm gonna have to pass on that one.
0: Oh my gosh, it's cringy! But I mean, the first season was cringy too at points, but this one is out of control. I had to, pa- I think I paused the first episode like at least eight times, but it, I was laughing though. Yeah. That's what I will say. This shit is hilarious, if not just extreme secondhand embarrassment. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh, I've been up and down the last couple of weeks. So I've just needed something to kind of take my mind off of things and just laugh and um, indulge in other people's pain, as terrible as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been watching uh, Love is Blind. And oh, and to to get deeper in my feelings, I balance that out by, of course, watching Euphoria. <laughs> Ew.
1: Still haven't watched season two. And I, I don't think I will. I just I know everything that happened.
0: You you were just supposed to get me into it and then release yourself.
1: Yeah. I they the problem with that was season one was too far between season two, so I lost interest.
0: Yeah, the pandemic really messed up people's plans. Yeah. Okay.
1: But that's all for me. How about you, sir? What's your media? Um, not my media, but since you said reality TV shows. I just started two kind of reality TV shows. One is called Adults, Adopting Adults, which is on TV.
0: <gasps> let's talk about it at, in, afterwards. No, okay. let's talk about it right now. I only, I did not watch that show, but I saw that one clip, and I, I know you know what clip I'm talking about.
1: When he was said that he hopes he's not adu- attracted to his daughter.
0: Oh, my fucking God. I tried to adopt this 18-year-old, but during the process i started to develop feelings for her what
1: yeah he's just one of the families on there and
0: oh my god
1: i feel so bad for his wife because she's putting she's allowing it let's get that but i feel like she's so desperate for love that that's why she's allowing it because he just says such inappropriate stuff and it's
0: he he said where's my blowy
1: yeah Yes.
0: Nice to meet you, where's my blowy?
1: And you will just say shit like that and like, oh, I hope I'm not attracted to her or it, I got attracted to the last one, I had an affair. It's, it, it's you're not looking for a family. And, and then there's other disgusting. people on there where they may be looking for a family but you're like, what? It's, it's a different concept. I'm not going to say it's not something that can not happen. I think families come in all different shapes and sizes but
0: oh oh yeah some people can actually do it the right way but the people on this show I mean just the one clip I saw from that family that was definitely not the right reasons and he's definitely a creep
1: yeah there's other families on there that are interesting for their own reasons that are not creepy
0: okay okay maybe I'll give it a try but when I saw that clip floating around the internet I said hell fucking no I saw that that
1: clip and I had to watch it
0: Two different sides. (laughs) It was funny. But yeah, I was like, I felt so mixed about the wife because I was like, yeah, you, I do feel bad. But then I'm like, but you are actively going with it by, but mentioning that it doesn't seem like the best idea. But yeah, because I was like, there was things he said in that package. I was like, I would have already called the lawyer, already had the lawyer on speed dial for us to split up these assets.
1: Yes, and
0: she said people say what the fuck is wrong with your husband
1: another <laughs> if, if people are saying that why
0: are you not telling them i don't know i'm leaving any tomorrow
1: <laughs> another thing that he does is i guess i have like marital problems and he like tells the adopted for not she's not adopted yet but the daughter the woman they're looking to adopt he's like you want to tell her about our marital problems? It's like no, like it's between you two. Why are you trying to tell this person about your marital problems?
0: Yes, and and that just made me remember this. This motherfucker is pregnant. You are adopting a adult who's going to be having a child. Uh huh. And then, oh my god, when she said the best 15 what fifty six hundred dollars I ever spent to get the person uh, that RV outside. Oh my gosh, girl. I hope it's I hope he spent that money. I hope you didn't put in a dime into that.
1: I don't know if she works.
0: Well, bitch, I I want you to get divorced and take all his money so you never have to work again.
1: Yeah. Um the second reality show I've been trying to watch. I think it just has two episodes. On, it's on Discovery Plus. And it's called My Pack Life. Is it about wolves? No. It's about this guy, and he has, like, ten dogs that he all rescued, and now he's trying to start, like, an animal sanctuary, and he saved some llamas, and then he saved a ram, and he's starts to come back for the horse, but he doesn't have a stable built. And I have the biggest soft spot for farm animals. I love all animals, but farm animals especially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they just make appearances on there, and it makes me so happy. It's, like, almost, it's almost too much happiness seeing him save those animals, like... <laughs> yeah like i i don't know how to explain it i especially pigs or anything like that i have such a joy in my heart when i see them living a good life really that it's so much too much for me to handle and yeah. i i always love animal shows i used to love like pit bulls and you stuff like that
0: yeah i remember back in the day uh in college when i w- w- uh we watched too cute yeah. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> See, stuff like that. like just Or animal hospital. cops. Uh, animal cops get sad sometimes, though.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. They rescued this poor little puppy. She saved it. it. It was getting healthy. Bitch, at the end of the episode, they had that title card. I just knew bad news was coming. Aww. And and you know what happened.
1: Yeah, so far, my path life has been really positive, and I hope it stays positive. I know there's probably to be a scene where it's like that we can't save them, but... Mm -hmm. It's So far, it's a comfort show that I just watch to be happy, I guess. Um, But those are not my media. (laughs) Tell us your real media. Yeah, my real media is It's Troublemaker, the book, by Leah Remini. Leah Remini.
0: Oh, love Leah.
1: Yes. So Troublemaker is about her life growing up, her... How she got with her husband which was not i think they had an affair if i remembered correctly and her life in scientology and how she finally decided to leave hmm. and it's i listened to the audiobook and i really recommend listening to the audiobook because she's so hilarious she has you know that accent and honestly when you're listening to it she's it's like she's right across from you telling you a story like she doesn't sugarcoat anything everything that i feel like there are a lot of memoirs if someone did something bad they try to like make excuses for it uh-huh. and that's not it she like calls herself out like you know she messed up she did this she's shouldn't have done it that way and it's just very entertaining i was thinking about this book when i was reading nexium um learning about Nexium and researching it because it is a lot about Scientology and how she lives there and some of the practices they do
0: yeah I I didn't want to say it but I definitely was like at the start of what you started saying about how they bring other people in and recruit I was like yeah sounds like Scientology
1: yeah Except Sci- for
0: Scientology has some real real famous people in that bitch so they really can't leak all them
1: secrets but they trying they do, and Scientology goes after a lot of people who talks bad about them, but fuck you, Scientology, you are a cult. Boom, boom, shots fired. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a real good book if you want to... Even the things are, that are not about Scientology, just hearing about her like going to auditions is funny and interesting. But if you want to learn something about Scientology from an insider perspective, I think she does a very good job. She also has a leaving Scientology documentary, yeah. And I believe a podcast now, right? I watched the documentary, the TV show that was on AE, but I have not listened to the podcast. I listened to maybe one episode.
0: Okay, yeah, I didn't know about the podcast. I know parts of the uh, seasons are on Netflix, so I was actually going to uh, start watching it. But I love Leah Remy. I didn't like King of Queens, but if I ever watched the episode, it was just because of her. Yeah. But she was great. I liked her on the talk uh i like her on she's just hilarious I yeah
1: she know. talks about the talk about how she got fired because sharon osborne said her and holly the robinson more ghetto. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. they was gonna be on they was gonna have a, a theme episode as well but yeah I, I really like her she's hilarious but i was gonna say i'm glad i got clarity on that because i didn't want to say it but i was like leah remy looked like somebody who would steal a husband. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that in a good way, though. Steal me, girl. You can steal me. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it's a very interesting book, though. And even if you don't know who she is, like I love the of Queens, and I, mm, I watch pretty much anything that she's in. But I, I think it's an interesting book by itself. Like you don't have to know who she is.
0: Yeah i have to put that on my list i've read like a good for some reason when it comes to like um biographies i've only read women who been like in comedy like oh i read tina Fey. i read tina fay's i read amy poehler's and i read mindy Kaling's. both are no,
1: i read mindy's mindy's um, first
0: book was better than the second
1: book well now she has like 20 out or something
0: yeah um I didn't stay, you know why I read those? Because I worked at that bookstore. Otherwise, once I left that bookstore, you know, stop reading books.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was a time where I was obsessed with cults. Like I could just, I was, I read, you know, something about NXIVM, then I moved on to this one, about Scientology, then I write about the flds and Mm -hmm. um what jeff warren's i believe his name is Mm
0: -hmm. i still can't watch those documentaries yet
1: i i i don't know if it's because i was a jw maybe that's where my fascination comes from i think a little bit
0: of it (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: but yeah i do recommend if you want to read her book you listen to the audio
0: I have to get audible or a a free trial of something before I do that.
1: Yeah. There's just so many, a lot of the memoirs I read, I like to listen to. If the author is reading it, some of them don't do a good job, but I think she does an excellent (laughs) job.
0: Okay. 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 Good recommendation. Great media.
1: (laughs) Do you have anything else to add before we wrap the show up?
0: Uh no, be kind to one another's and um, neuter and spay your pets.
1: Ew, that is a good one. Let's just start stealing everyone's catchphrase.
0: I know I was. <laughs> that would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> um, if you want to reach out to us though and give us your thoughts on Maxim or anything else earlier really that we covered on this episode, please reach out to us on Save your Sorry. At gmail.com, you can send us your recommendations. Send us an email. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Reach just saw us Twitter. That's Save Your Sorry, but the URL is spelled U-R. Our Instagram is Save Your Sorry, spelled like, just like the podcast. Everything else is spelled just like the podcast. We will be posting all that in our description, so you can just click there and find it. Please leave us five stars if you want. If you don't want, I don't care anymore. Don't leave it. Hell yeah. You do what you want to do.
0: You can do what you want. To. Okay, I'm done.
1: Um, But we're appreciated if you do. If you don't, we appreciate you for listening. And thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Bye.
0: See you on the flip.